His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. The cool factor increased for me when I saw Will Graham pull up on his motorcycle today. That was pretty cool. Well, I don't get to ride much. I'm, I travel so much. So uh-huh. this morning I took a time. It was a little bit foggy and real dark, which is always scary on a motorcycle because you had animals. Yeah, You got to watch right. out for and make sure cars see in the fog and stuff like that. So I was bright lighting everybody. So your dad, Franklin Graham, rode from Boone to Alaska, I read. That's right. What's the furthest you've gone? Uh, I've gone from here to uh, Arizona up to Utah and back about 16 nice. days. So, uh, oh, that must have been gorgeous. Uh, it was. Utah's probably one of the prettiest states to ride a motorcycle in, and it's, it's, it's a neat place. And I have a lot of fun. One day I'm going to make it on that Alaska trip. Uh, it takes two weeks to do it and two weeks to come back. So that's like a month worth it of It is, riding, so yeah. That's a lot of time. kind of split it up. Yeah, it's so cool to see how motorcycles are a big part of your family. I was shocked to see there was some trivia on one of your, the BillyGraham.org website, and it said, which Graham family member wrecked on a motorcycle? And the answer was My your grandmother, grandmother yeah. Ruth Bell Graham. Well, we've all wrecked, but the one that you don't least expect, we've all wrecked, trust me. <laughs> but my grandmother, she wanted to ride a motorcycle so bad, she went down the road and she, uh, she, uh, she came back like a few minutes later. She started walking back and like, Where, you know, where's my motorcycle? And uh, she said, I didn't know how to turn it around. <laughs> she just <laughs> fell over and she had to walk back. Was it okay? No, no. Well, I don't know. It was long, way before my time. Oh, way so, before. Okay. Yeah, this is when she could still ride. Do she was a daredevil? She was a lot of fun. Really? Oh, huh. she was by far the most exciting person you had ever met in your life. Wow. She was the real daredevil in her life. There's somebody else who's a pretty much of a daredevil around here. Yeah, and he's a, Jim Man. It's obvious who yeah. it is. <laughs> he has on his bucket list, believe it or not, this is a crazy bucket list, okay? But he has on his bucket list to ride a motorcycle with you. Your bucket list is real small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. Boy, you're, you're, you are but not, exciting. But not on another motorcycle. He wants to ride on your motorcycle with you. Oh, well. Oh, you, got, uh, you got the keys, right? He's we got, too we'll shy some, to ask. We'll have to put some bubble wrap around his head or something yeah, like yeah. that to make it legal. So it's in the parking lot. Why not just, you know, a little stroll around the parking lot? No, but get rollerblades. I, yeah. I'll put you on rollerblades. You can hang yeah. on. Oh, we'll go on yeah. out. Go on out. Is it doable? We'll go on out. Doable? <laughs> Let's see this. We want to see you guys on the bike. And just squeeze onto Will really, really tight, Jim, if you get nervous. You're not a germaphobe, are you? <laughs> There's nothing cooler than two men on a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> this would be a crazy Instagram. Oh, my goodness. For sure. Jim never would have asked. He's too shy. So we just yeah. had to ask for him. <laughs> going to pull Willie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. They're going out the front door. Literally. It's a Does thing. two people? <laughs> I, we can't hear him, Jim. Bill, you, it only seats one? What do you think Will's thinking right now? Well, oh, my word. It's, uh, it's a one-seater. Hey, everybody, this is going to be our last. Uh, look, I can't get the guy on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> Jim's having trouble getting his leg over. <laughs> uh, don't worry about that. I'll just charge the radio station. We'll blame the skinny jeans. Yeah, we've got jeans. some pegs here. There's a peg right there. Back here, one more. <laughs> no grams. Put your foot back there. Giving him a tutorial on how to get on a bike. Yeah, got one more. Yeah, my legs don't work. You gonna be able to hang on? Yes. This is uh, this is when we all die. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. Okay. The moment Jim, of truth has come. Take the mic out of his hand so he can hold he the needs handlebars. He to get on there. All right, here we go. Okay. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Oh, this is a moment I will never forget. Yes.
This is precious. Okay, now put your arms around his waist. Yes, hold on tightly <laughs> and snuggle. Well, Will Graham. I'm not going to snuggle. <laughs> okay. okay. Right. No wheelies. <laughs> Here they go. Do we hear it starting All right. Up? Oh, I got I to gotta hear it starting up. Here we go. We're going. Hey, we're going. That's the Quiet. quietest bike I've ever heard. Me and Will. <laughs> the dream come true. And there they go. We're going to Wyoming. Yes. <laughs> Best ever. Okay, I'm going to go put some of this on Insta stories. So okay. His radio Insta stories. You'll see that coming up. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. So excited to have Will Graham with us. It's uh, He's releasing his first book. It's called Redeemed, Devotions for a Longing Soul. It features stories about his grandfather, Billy Graham's life and ministry, as well as anecdotes from Will's own experiences. Now, Will, in the book, you write about a time at an event where your grandfather was swarmed by people, but he took the time to stop and make you feel special and loved. What did you learn in that moment? Well, I tell you, it was a, it was a great lesson because I remember there with my grandfather and there's a huge long line. Everybody's trying to come in and meet with my granddaddy. But I was like, I didn't want to, I mean, this line's like 300 yards long and he's taking time to shake hands. And I was like, man, I don't want to stand in that line. And so I was just waiting for a break. You know, when he finished shaking hands, I was going to go up and a, and a police officer start, stopped me and said, son, you know, that's the line over there because I was cutting in line. And I was like, ugh. And then all of a sudden, my granddaddy said, Will. And he got down on a knee and opened his arms. And uh, I had access to my grandfather, you know, a father. And that's what we, and it taught me a great valuable lesson with God. We have access to our heavenly father because we have a relationship with him. I'm a son, I'm a grandson. And so I have a relationship to the father and the grandson or the grandfather, and I'm able to go into his presence and embrace him. Um, and so that's one of the great spiritual lessons I've learned in life. You've traveled like six continents around the world with what you do. How did that impact on what you wrote in Redeemed? Well, they, just stories I've collected and things I've learned from around the world, from people from Australia, whether it's in Thailand or whatever. And I try to, try to put these stories into writing, and uh, but I always start with scriptures because scripture is the most important thing. I usually try to include a quote from my grandfather, uh, but then I go through the story that I've learned from different parts of the world, a spiritual lesson, and then apply it for us today. And so uh, some incredible stories of life change, God stories. And I love telling God stories because these aren't mine. These are God stories. Hmm. Your grandfather wrote 33 books, including five bestsellers. So is this the first of many for you, Will? Well, it's the first. I, I don't know what many is, but uh, maybe it won't be the last. I don't know. People may not want to read my stuff, so we'll find out. I know. I think you can squeak out another 34. Uh, another 34. <laughs> yeah. This, this one was a tough one. If I write one a year, I, it's going to take me a while. <laughs> well, Real Graham along with us this morning on his radio. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. In with us is a group that did a song for a movie. They are Switchfoot, John and Tim Foreman along with us, and Will Graham. Yeah, they all came together to work on the new movie, Unbroken Path to Redemption. It begins where that hit movie, Unbroken, concludes, continuing the unbelievable true story of Louis Zamperini, an Olympic athlete and prisoner of war in Japan. He came home to some tremendous torment, but found peace, thankfully, th uh, really through Billy Graham. And Will Graham plays his grandfather in the movie. What was that experience? like well well it was a it was a real neat thing because one there's not too many people actually play their relative in a movie 
which is that's a pretty small group right there. And then, but I'm, the actual sermon I'm preaching is my granddaddy's sermon from 1949. So it's the exact, my all my words, everything I say in that movie is Billy Graham's from 1949 and his, uh, his actual crusade time. That's amazing. So here's a point in the movie. Now listen to this. This is where Louie actually found some peace thanks to that Billy Graham revival. God makes himself unseen, but I believe that God is still performing miracles. I believe that God is still healing bodies. I believe that God is still healing hearts. I believe that God is still transforming lives. And he says to each of us, if you suffer, I'll give you the grace to go forward. But because you can't hear him, because you can't see him in his silent of heaven, you turn away from him. And let me tell you, brother, that's the most dangerous place to be, to sit there day after day and never accept salvation. You echo those words. What was that like? Well, it's just, uh, yeah, I, I still have like nightmares, not nightmares, but these dreams of saying, still saying my lines. I had to memorize all these lines. So I had to keep going over and over and over in them in my head. So they're kind of stuck with my head now. Hmm. Can't get rid of them, all these lines. Hmm. And Switchfoot wrote the song, You Found Me, for the film. What's especially remarkable is that your grandfather was a pilot in World War II, crashed in a B-24, survived. So he was also a POW? God makes himself shot down, uh, same plane that Louis Zamperini was shot down in. Um, And uh, yeah, POW in Germany for several years. And so... I think growing up, Louis's story was a bit of a window into our grandfather's story as well. Um, it is a talking point and a way to uh, kind of ask him questions. Yeah, and for a lot of these guys back then, I mean, PTSD was not a diagnosis. So um, you think of Louis Zamperini and the post-traumatic traumatic stress disorder that he comes back from World War II. A lot of these guys are coming back with the same thing, and I, for for me. Um, to be able to see what my grandpa went through um, or what a lot of the soldiers today are coming back from the front lines with, to be able to talk about it and have, have something to, to be able to demonstrate on film. I feel like that's a, that's a powerful part of the film as well. Yeah, my son was over in Iraq and he served, and this is one of those powerful movies that speaks to him, mm-hmm. which is amazing. You have your guitar. I do. I'd love for you guys just to do the song now. Yes. Well, Unplugged Switchfoot. I like let's that. Let's do it. So they, they, they asked us, we're, we were on hiatus at the time, and they asked us, hey, can you, can you make a song for a movie? And we were like, well, it depends on what movie it is. And then they just, uh, the more we found out about Louis's story and, and um, th- this, this film, it felt like this is an important time, important song to write. So there's a song that we wrote called You Found Me. It was like this. I was looking for an answer, for a way to stop the pain You came to me with healing I was looking for a fix, when you broke these chains What a beautiful feeling I was looking for a way back home When I found healing for my own Freedom and you set me 
when you found me When you found me I was looking for an answer around the reins you were holding me tighter I was looking for a way back home when I found healing for my wounded heart I found mercy in your open arms I found freedom when you set me free I found myself Switchfoot, unplugged and live on his radio. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Spending some time with Switchfoot this morning, which you just heard the new song earlier, acoustic style. You found me. It's Tim and John Foreman this morning on his radio, which you guys, I saw back in December, you said hiatus time for Switchfoot. What does that actually mean for Switchfoot? I meant that we, we've been a band for uh, 10 albums, 20 years, ever since my brother graduated high school, apparently. <laughs> and um, we, we'd never taken a break. And so this, this whole last year, we just kind of, the shows that we had already booked, we, we were true to our obligations. But other than that, we didn't book any more shows. We just spent time with our family at home. It's good. And um, yeah, I mean, it's funny because... A lot of people might dream about being a rock star, like going around the world playing music on stage. For us, our dreams are to drop our kids off at school and tuck them in at night. Mm. You know, like so that was this was our living out our dream to be able to go home and do that. Okay, you just made my heart melt. <laughs> that was so sweet. 
great. One thing you didn't take a break from is Bro-Am, which is your huge annual event you put on in your hometown of San Diego. I think we need to fly out there for this next yeah. year, Rob. It sounds yes. so cool. Yeah, you guys are invited. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you raise money for local kids. So how does that money help your community? Yeah. So it's helping kids thrive in, um, in all their, their basic needs. You know, it's... Um, uh, feeding them. So there's six organizations around San Diego that are all meeting those needs in different ways. Um, shelter, food, music education, dance education. Um, and it's it's an amazing thing. I mean, it, it really, it's one of those dreams that I think um, had we known what we were getting into when we started it, had we known that it was going to be 18,000 people on the beach, music, surf contest, it just would have been like, yeah, right, that's not possible, you know, but the community has really rallied around the cause, these kids, it's a celebration of life, and we're very proud to be associated with it. Yeah. Switchfoot's in with us this morning, it's John and Tim Foreman, and I love the fact that you love students, even to the point where you heard some students singing one time, and then you just kind of bust in and start doing this. All right, let's do this. How we flow. Yeah. We ain't Where were you guys? This is like really cool. It's just this uh, public education. You know, we've, we've supported music programs all over the city. We've had, I mean, the, the programs raised um, more than $2 million for kids in, in our hometown. And that goes to all these different programs, one of which that we're passionate about, being musicians, is music programs. And so this music teacher just, we caught wind that he had been teaching his kids how to sing this uh, song of ours. And we were like, come on, we can't, we, can't, we gotta jump in on that party. We gotta be a part of that. So that's where that happened. We just kind of surprised him one day. And uh, as they were singing the song, we walk in the room and just started playing with them. So fun. I love that. It's Switchfoot <laughs> along with us this morning on his radio. The new song is You Found Me and more with Switchfoot. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Hanging out with Switchfoot this morning, which is so cool. I love this. Yeah, John and Tim. Now, your parents wrote a book on parenting. I got totally sucked into it. It's amazing. It's called Never Say No, Raising Big Picture Kids. I was telling my husband about it, and my son, who's six, was listening. And he goes, can you do that? Can you never say no? He's like, let's shake on it. And I was laughing so hard. He loved the idea. But your parents are clear on the fact that they never saw themselves as parenting authorities. It was more about not messing up God's ingenious creations. That must feel good, by the way, to be called an ingenious creation. <laughs> At <But> times, <laughs> I'm sure they felt otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Is that how you guys see parenting as well? I know you both have two kids. Yeah, I mean, parenting's probably the most humbling endeavor on the planet right um it's a lot of trial and error and um and uh white knuckle prayer you know what are we doing um highs and lows and and i think uh i do lean on my parents as resources you know you don't appreciate your parents fully until uh that picture of my kids that was great um until you you're a parent yourself you know and then you're like wow my parents did that for me yeah it's a humbling thing. I mean, to think of all the the times that you're, all of us, our diapers needed to be changed, and we were crying in the middle of the night, and, and you know, I think there's moments in par parenting where you're like, yes, we're doing it. This is amazing. And then, um, like, five seconds later, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm the worst parent ever, you know? So I think, but I think um, it is this, this common thread of grace where, you know, love conquers a multitude of errors. And I think 
when you know that your parents are, you know, you know your identity as beloved by your parents or beloved by your maker, that identity can get you through so many tough times, you know. So that's uh, that would, that's my takeaway from my childhood. John and Tim Foreman along with us from Switchfoot this morning. We're talking about their parents' book. Okay, so there's a part in this book your dad is writing about taking a picture at the lake of little Timmy. Were you Timmy at the time? Yeah. Timmy okay. Swimmy. Timmy Swimmy? Oh, my word. <laughs> That's his nickname, right? So. There's only a few people that, that called me Timmy growing up. And uh-huh. John's one of them. Okay. Aww. Parents. Okay. okay. I'll just call him Tim. So you're at the lake taking a picture of you, taking a picture of Tim. John falls in the water. And there's this voice out in the wilderness somewhere. Some lady goes, he can't swim. Do you remember this? I, I don't think I was verbal at the time. So you weren't, no. No, that, neither of us really remember the incident. But, yeah, I mean, I think I, the, the funny thing about all these little miracles along the way is I think sometimes they can feel like isolated incidents. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like every day that we're alive, every breath we, we've been given is a miracle. You know, and you th- see that and you're like, okay, I'm awakened to the reality of the, the ever-present miracle. Yeah. And then when you were kids, your parents moved into an old house and you discovered something unusual buried in the backyard. What was it? So, you know, as, as kids will do, you imagine yourself discovering dinosaur bones in your backyard. And so we were digging around and we started unearthing these rusty old metal parts, um, some of them very large. And it turns out there was old elevator parts buried all over our backyard, which was the most amazing thing that, For that a, kid, that yeah. a 10-year-old yeah. boy could discover, you know? So yeah. there are holes all here? over. Our, that's an answer that we've never we've The never elevator gotten. repairman that lived there never told us, but that's, uh-huh. that is a strange Weird. place to put him. But we ended up having, like, instead of selling lemonade, we were like, we're going to be rich. We found these rusty <laughs> pieces of metal. Everybody's yeah. going to want this. Yeah. That is something. So your dad writes in his book, kids not only push us toward finally growing up, but they also pull us back into rediscovering childhood. Have you seen this done in your own kids' lives, in your lives? Yeah. Um, definitely, I think, mostly on the side of keeping you uh, like a child, you know. I think as a parent, the... The most uncomfortable, frustrating moments are the times when you're trying to pull your child out of childhood and into adulthood. It's much more enjoyable to get down on your knees and play Legos. That is fun. And when you have a girl, it's Barbies. There you go. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I have one. It's Rob Allison and Jim, his morning crew on his radio. Switchfoot is along with us this morning. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Hang in with Switchfoot this morning on his radio. And Will Graham, who's coming up in just a bit. So good to have you. By the way, Tim from Switchfoot just hit a milestone, man. 40 years in life. Are you feeling okay? I feel good, man. Um, yeah, it's, it's a... I feel legit, you know. Because you hit 40? You hit 40 Finally made like, it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's well, like that day you get your name in the phone book. Yeah. There mm-hmm. it is. Did you do anything special? Because I'm turning 40 next year, so I'm kind of thinking about how to celebrate. Yeah. No, we um we went down to Mexico on a surf trip. Oh. John and I, our dad, nice. a couple of my best friends, our drummer, Chad. It was, it was an amazing time. We went down for four days and surfed a lot. Yeah, ten session, ten surf sessions in four days because he was forty. My son came, oh, his I first surf that. trip. It's 
pretty special. I've never surfed, so is 40 too old to start? Nope. No. No. Okay. Go for it. 40's young. All right. You've got this. Okay. Well, yeah. John, your birthday's coming up later this month, too. Do you have any plans? Um, No. I mean, I think I'll probably uh, go surfing and and eat some ice cream. I mean, what else? You know, be with your family. These are again. These are, I don't dream of the of being on stage. That, that's enough um, for me to just be home with my family. We really feel bad. We're not going to be at the birthday celebration. Yeah. So we thought, why not bring cake in now? Okay. And celebrate your birthday today. Yes. Yes. All right. We All right. Celebrations All around right, here. Wow. Just a little I want cake. You to know I did lick part of it, but you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now you made this yourself, Will. Yeah, uh, I got hand delivered. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Hand yeah. delivered. Yeah, how's the motorcycle ride with the cake? Right. Well, it was, you can, not very well. <laughs> yeah, by the way, Will Graham is the one who delivered the cake. <laughs> yes. to switch I, mean, yes. that, that, I feel like I'm already another year older. This is amazing. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yes. Don't ask him for a ride on the motorcycle. Your birthday gifts, won't, you're, I'm going to take you for a ride. Okay. Hey, all right. Wow. Repeat, then it's your turn. Yeah. <laughs> I have a funny story. When I was a kid, I was first learning to read, and I saw this truck that said um, Belly Graham on it. And I said, Mom, I think that's where Billy Graham lives. <laughs> and so I feel like I got I got a Will Graham. <laughs> this is a Will Graham for my birthday. Yeah, this is my version of a telegram. Okay, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Switchfoot with us this morning on his radio. Their new song is You Found Me. Rob, Allison, and Jim. This morning, Switchfoot is along with us this morning. There's a new song. Oh, my word. They did this acoustically. You found me and Will Graham. What a morning this has been, huh? Incredible. Thank you guys for being here. And we're about to do something that's never been done before. Will Graham, are you up for a little game? Uh, I, I think I am. I'm, I'm not really. You guys are too many surprises. So <laughs> yeah. I'm afraid to shall, say yes to anything Shall we else. explain the earlier surprise an hour ago? He took Jim Mann for a motorcycle ride. On, and delivered cakes. Yes, I know. <laughs> You've been now doing some work. Do you think, think I'm on salary over here? <laughs> I can't wait to leave now. <laughs> well, not before you help us write a song. We're calling this Songwriting with Switchfoot. So what I need you to do, Will, is write down some random lyrics or nouns, verbs, whatever comes to your brain. And then Tim and John are actually going to turn it into a song. Nope. And if you want to if you want to play along, you can text your lyrics to 800-447-7234. We'll try to get them in. And I mean, have... We need to go back into hiatus all the time. This is going to be so fun. Okay, so you got some stuff, Will? I, yes, I got uh, one good line. What? That's well, better than a lot of, like, a whole album. Some albums, you know? That's, yeah. This could be a whole... It could be one little sentence. Okay, song. all right, all right. All right, here, do I go? Wait, no, he's oh. going to read. Uh, he'll, like... He'll read them randomly, right? Oh. Is that how you want to do it? No. I've never done this. No. <laughs> I'm, making, I'm making my own I don't rules. Know why I feel like We're going to start with this one. Is that how you do it? Yeah. yeah is that so, how you write I mean, a song? That's what normally happens. It's like, it's like this really private, personal thing where you find a place where you feel really comfortable mm-hmm. and safe. And, and right now, this. I'm like, Oh, yeah. I'm, well, I'm making it real vulnerable. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 The only thing that could feel less safe is doing it on the back of his motorcycle at like the same time, right? <laughs> but let's try it out. Let's okay. do it. All right, here we go. Here's your line. Okay. My dog ate a crayfish. Ooh, my dog ate a crayfish. Nice. 
It's a good storyline. Yeah, we got a country song. Yeah, that sounds mm-hmm. country. My dog ate a crayfish. What's the next line? Oh, I, I got to write them all for you? Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, th- th- I mean, this one That's ties in start. with that. This okay. one is connected because it's competing in the Iron Man in Hawaii. So that's like a complete sentence right, right. there. Right. It was unfortunate because I was competing in the Ironman in Hawaii at the time. <laughs> and then I had to go to the vet because my dog ate a crayfish. <laughs> Story's getting better now. Yes. Next line, Will. Oh, get her haircut and get a real church. Ooh. <laughs> and I was off to get a haircut and a real church. <laughs> That's, and please buy a book for my son. And please buy a book for my son. <laughs> and maybe, here we go, Tim, Tim's got next line. And we'll all go apple picking. <laughs> all right. There it is. That, you feeling that? What a song. Yeah, I, mean, I got a little choked up at the end. <laughs> I'll get a crayfish. I mean, that, there you go. That's, if that's, that's a What's song. the chorus? <laughs> this is for real. Yeah. It's all real. <laughs> it's all real. <laughs> all right, yes. Wow. I mean, it? we split the publishing three ways. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Nashville, everyone gets a cut. So I think yeah. we're all I did the Iron Man line, yeah, so I get a little bit of it too. Pick the guitar back up because we got some unplugged okay, with yeah. Switchfoot this morning and live it well. So this is a song that I didn't I wrote in a different fashion. <laughs> Very personal. Yeah. We we have this mantra as a band, life is short, live it well. And um, we'd say it in radio stations all the time and you know, any last words or something. And that's what we'd say, and we thought, let's, uh, we say it enough, let's sing it, you know? So that's where this song comes from, like this. Take the burden from my arms Take the anchors off my lungs Take me broken and make me one Silence, make it song. Yeah, life is short. I wanna live it well. One life, one story to tell. Life is short. I wanna live it well. And you're the one I'm living for. Awaken on my soul. Every breath that you take, it's a miracle. Life is short. I wanna. Some come out wrong Cause I can't take none of that through the door You're so living for more than just a funeral I wanna burn brighter than the dawn Yeah, life is short, I wanna live it well One life, one story to tell Life is short, I wanna live it well One life, I got one 
Campfire style right here, you know. I'd say we'd break it down, but we're already pretty pretty far broken down now. <laughs> it goes like this. Life is sure, I wanna live it well. One life, one story to tell. Life is sure, I wanna live it well. And you're the one I'm living for. Awaken on my soul. Every breath that you take, it's a miracle. Life is sure I wanna leave you out Switchfoot along with us this morning and Will Graham. Which Let me tell you, it is an honor to have Will Graham along with us this morning. And before we let you guys go, since your heart is always people and you travel around the globe sharing Jesus with folks, I think there's one person that stumbled upon us this morning. They went, dude, that's Switchfoot. That's so cool. They're performing live right now on his radio. So they stuck around for a while. But would you seize this moment and just share what Jesus is all about for these people that are right along with us? Yeah. How long does he have? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's a preacher. He I see what you say. You can see what you say. Two minutes or less okay, if you need the time. Perfect. Yeah. You know, for those who are you know listening right now, and um, you know, I appreciate you paying attention and listening. But you know, Switchfoot, uh, they love to sing about Christ because Jesus changed their life, and um, that's the most important thing that you can pursue in life. And I want you right now that maybe you feel far from God. Maybe you don't feel like God's cares for you. Maybe you think that God's left you. But I'm here to tell you right now that God's chasing after you right now. And you got hurt. You got pain. And my friends, God's chasing you. And you can't outrun God. And uh, God's been pursuing you your whole life. Whether you know it or not, God's been pursuing you. And God wants to come into your life. But you have to be willing uh, to surrender everything over your life, your future, your present, and your past, and surrender it over to the Lord Jesus Christ and ask him to come into your life to be your master, to be the Lord of your life. Uh, because, my friends, he went to the cross and he bled and died on the cross just for you. He did it for me, but he did it just for you. If you were the only person, he would have done it for you. That's how much he loves you, and he's pursuing you. And he took all your pain, all your guilt, all your shame, and he took it to the cross so that you didn't have to carry it anymore. And so I want you to surrender all your burdens, your heartache, all your pains. Give it over to the Lord Jesus Christ and ask him to come to be the Lord of your life. And my friends, he will. Your life will forever be changed because of this one moment in your life. Do it right now while you have that chance. Thank you so much. God bless. It's Will Graham along with us this morning. If you need somebody to talk to this morning, you're like, that really spoke to me. I encourage you, call our His Radio prayer line. It's 866-987-7729. 
Switchfoot, Will Graham, thank you. Thank you, guys. Here's that song, It's You Found Me, Switchfoot. His morning crew on his radio. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. So he was inspired the other day. You know, this guy, Matthew West. I'm going by something that he did on his morning crew when he was with us on Skype, and that was to write a song about pumpkin spice. I'm going fall in. Get it? Yeah. Fall in. Give me a pumpkin. Then <laughs> uh, I'll be carving it a little later. That didn't rhyme, but it's because I just woke up. Yeah, that's okay. So um, he was so inspired by that moment on his morning crew on Tuesday morning that he decided on his Facebook page he would do this for everybody who follows him. I'm going falling with my decorations like this big pumpkin. Mm. Soon I'll be carving. Okay, that was bad. Got the pumpkin candy. He's going through his whole house. It tastes delicious. And there's nothing better. Here's the best part. Then a cardigan sweater. Thank you, Matthew West. Nice. <laughs> All inspired by a moment of time on his morning crew. Was anyone else surprised that he uses wire hangers? I'm shocked mm. myself. <laughs> no wire hangers ever, right? Didn't mom tell you that? Uh, I can't listen to his music anymore. <laughs> Matthew West. By the way, Matthew West, Jeremy Camp, they're going to be in concert at the South Carolina State Fair coming up on the 19th in Savannah that Saturday and then in Durham, North Carolina on that Sunday. You'll see all about that at hisradio.com. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Zane is 11, and his mom will tell you Zane is so full of life and this, he has more faith in God than anybody that she personally knows. See, something happened to Zane. He came down with this disorder that left him temporarily paralyzed from the neck down. Can you imagine being 11 years old? This disorder actually attacks the body's immune system, uh, leading to temporary paralysis and even breathing difficulties. So he had to go to the hospital, and they admitted him to the hospital for 90 days. But things started to gain control for him, and he was out of the hospital in 11 days, still paralyzed, but he was able to breathe, which was amazing. God was doing something. And then faith so kicked in, because then they started making accomplishments. Like August 28th, his left arm started to move. September 18th, his right arm started to move. September 23rd, while he was at church, his right leg started to move. Quickly, God was healing his body one limb at a time. And Zane, this 11-year-old, will tell you why this happened. I never gave up on God. I was just a happy person in that hospital. I was, I was happy, though I was paralyzed from the neck down. I was just happy. I just knew God would not give up on me, and I would not give up on Him. He never leaves you. And he never forsakes you. That's from Zane, who was paralyzed from the neck down. Can you imagine? He's okay now. He's walking. He still has a long road ahead of him, but he knows God is on his side. He's back in school. He's back home. He's doing his studies with the biggest smile on his face and will tell you exactly who has been taking care of him, and that's Christ. It's amazing to think about how this uh, situation is going to impact 
his entire life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it will always be a story that he tells and something he can call back on to see the faithfulness of God. I'm thinking Pastor Zane here. Yeah, when you when you know God's in control, you you should always have a good attitude because, like, hey, God's in control. He created the universe. He can handle my situation. Yeah, he's paralyzed from the neck down at that point, and he's trusting in God with everything. That is amazing. Zane, I think you just schooled everybody this morning. More than just pretty voices. It's coming that time of year where there's a lot of candy to be floating around. Mm. Something I can't partake in anymore. <laughs> How are you doing with that? I'm doing just great. Do you want to talk about it? (laughs) No, I don't. I can't talk about it. Well, at least tell people why you can't have candy or why you're choosing not to have candy. Um, (laughs) because I'm living healthy. (laughs) Yeah, and he has cancer as well that he's beating, and we know it. Beating the stew out of it. So I just have to live through these things. I went to (laughs) candystore.com just to see. (laughs) Is that healthy? Like... Yeah, it's fine to do that. Okay. Just to see which states, you know, voted the number one candy in their area. Because this is candy season. Yes. Okay. And so you're not going to believe what North Carolina's favorite is. Mm. You've probably never heard of it before. Oh, what is it? M&M's. Uh. <laughs> never heard of M&M's before. <laughs> Isn't that brilliant? Mm. And, of course, South Carolina would be starts with an S, like South Carolina. Skittles. Yes. Okay. That a boy. Nice job. Pretty. Mm. Georgia. I would never guess this one. Let Allison guess. I don't even like these. Um, Georgia. It doesn't say the same letter, but it sounds like the same. Jolly Ranchers. Jolly Ranchers. Okay. (laughs) The odd thing is her little home state, the corn state. Yes. Iowa. What would that be? Candy corn? Candy corn. Yes, isn't that cute? Yeah, that's so cute. Oh, okay. And, and okay, you're home state of Florida. Mm-hmm. You probably know what it is because you probably started it. Snickers? Snickers. It yeah, is. all right. <laughs> you're like crazy. How did you know that? Because I was a Floridian. And you liked Snickers? I uh, Well, I was a big boy in Florida. I didn't lose weight till I got here. Rubby's a big boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Maryland, of course, Milky Way, because that's the Crab. best one anyway. Crab-flavored yeah. Milky Way. <laughs> wow. Isn't that exciting? So now that's we all exciting. have this knowledge. Who loaded. likes peanut butter cups? That's where I'm moving. <laughs> he a bunch know. of them. Okay. Yeah, well, I do I know. It's then. above Oklahoma. It's okay. Uh, you don't know. Well, no, 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 no. Texas. I Oregon see Texas. and Kansas. I'm not moving to Texas. And Texas. So there. All Lots right. of people. Okay, thank you. Any other questions? No. So thanks for You're enlightening us on candy I'm knowledge. There for you. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. A local restaurant is celebrating the fact that more than 60% of their staff has special needs. The owner says her employees always come to work with a smile. They have incredible work ethic and they just do a great job. She says you need to have patience and let them take their time. And there was a customer that came in recently who did not have patience and actually complained when one of the employees who happens to have autism didn't refill the lettuce bowl on the buffet. And so Amanda, the owner says, you know, my employees mean the world to me. And so she came to their defense. Some of us have different color hair. Some of us have uh, tattoos. Some of us have, you know, different walks, different personalities. But as a unit, we're family. 
This is her mission field. I mean, she put up a sign on the front door of the Pizza Inn. It reads, we are proud to be an equal opportunity employer and hire all of God's children. And she says, if that customer that complained is not okay with her sign, then she's okay with him not coming back. She says, that's a dollar I don't need, which, wow, that's a pretty bold statement. But she really believes that she does more than feed people. She empowers people with special needs as her employees. She serves them. Yeah. It's amazing. (laughs) Amanda, I'm not a carb guy, but I'm going to come to your salad bar. (laughs) There you go. Amazing. I love that. That even got WYFF's attention. They were talking about it, too. If you go, Rob, don't complain. I'm yeah, not gonna don't complain. complain if the bowl's a little empty. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I never will. That wasn't me. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. I know most people get a little giddy when it comes to the upgrade of the operating system for iPhone. Okay. Rob. Rob. Yeah. That's totally Rob. Yeah. I don't get giddy. I yes, just get you do. excited. You I don't go walking it. in here going, <laughs> you go on and on. on. We know what you're giddy. We know All I say is this. Have you guys upgraded your phone yet? You, you literally you ask everyone. I do. You giggles a little. <laughs> I don't giggle. Did you see this new upgrade? Did you see this new feature? Yeah, take, check this out. <laughs> By the way, do you, do you know the... Never mind. Oh, no. <laughs> well, right now we're at 12.0, the current one. Yes, we are. Yes. So Very good. It's got a few bugs. That means uh, 12.1 is coming. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, by the time that comes, 12.2 will I'm be a, here. I'm a beta tester. Yeah, no go way. ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a little shirt, t-shirt and everything with it on wow. there. Well, they're coming up with uh, over 70 new emojis with this one. What's your favorite? <gasps> well, obviously the llama, because I have, I have not been able to communicate with people because I didn't have the llama to put in there. So now I'll be able to communicate more. Mm. Mm-hmm. What else is there? I don't even know. There's 70 of them. Go ahead, list them all. I'm not listing them all because there's some anticipation that needs to be. What are the foods, food ones? That's what I'm most. Well, there's like, uh, there's lobster. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's oh, a parakeet's not food. <laughs> Sorry. A parakeet. There's cupcake. Jim. Cupcake. Yes. I can really That's do some That's going to be my fave. Some kind of gelatin or something. You like gelatin. that? I don't know. Bagel, I'm sure. Yeah. Flan. Okay. That's what we're told it is. Flan? Yeah. It does look like that, but. Jim, I heard you. I can't communicate with those. You're what? more represented. Cause... Okay, there's bald people. <laughs> what are you yes, doing? Yes, all right. Oh, man. We're using that emoji all the time now. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Have you ever had to leave a restaurant because your kid was fussy? Yeah. It is the worst. I can remember having to leave a Chinese restaurant because baby Sammy, who's now six, he would not stop crying. So they brought out our food and we immediately were like, uh, can we have to-go boxes? We have to go home. Um, little Harlan, Har- Harlan sorry, was getting a little fussy at Olive Garden Monday night. So her mom did the same thing we did. She asked for a to-go box so they could split. But the waitress did something amazing. Instead of getting to-go boxes, she got ice cream and sat with the toddler so Harlan's mom could eat. She calmed me down. Like, she was just like, it's okay. Like, she's not bothering anybody. You're okay. Said she's a kid. Kids, they, they cry, they fuss, they want to run around. There's no reason for you to have to go home because she's being fussy. She's a baby. That's what babies do. 
mom, Courtney, was thrilled that she wrote this in all capital letters when she shared the story on Facebook. Actually got to eat my food while it was still hot. Nice. And I know all moms can understand what a gift that is. Now, the waitress, Niani, she's getting honored. Olive Garden Corporate is going to give her a silver star for her exceptional service. Good. Yeah. She needs a good parking spot, too. Yeah. She you know? should get employee of the month. Man, the silver star? Mm-hmm. That is incredible. I've never gotten a silver star. I wonder no. what you have to do to get the gold star. Oh, probably retire. <laughs> feed, t- feed old men. Yes. <laughs> hey, free coffee at Mickey D's with your friends the rest of your oh, life. Oh, that'd be fantastic. I know. You'd love that. Oh, at yeah. the McCafe. Uh-huh.